Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy, here with my first much needed cup of coffee. As the sound of the chimes fade away. <sighs> so today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. Amazing to me that Saturday is the 20 year anniversary of the 9 11 attacks. Uh, 20 years, people. Just amazing to think about. Ah, I'm running late today. I slept too long for no good reason, except that yesterday I pushed word count. Uh, Dragon's daughter doing okay, but I did, I figured that I needed to get 3,500 words a day. I know, I know, but I'm doing it short term. If I get 3,500 words a day, yesterday, today, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then I'll have a little time on Thursday morning, maybe some on Wednesday to um, tweak a little bit before I send to my proofreader. But I did check with her and because she's in Hawaii, she doesn't start until about 830, which is 1230 my time. So that like gives me almost my full normal working day on Thursday. I think I can do it. I think I can. I think I can. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, I think it's going well. That seems to be going well. Dorinda's reading along and she says that it's her new favorite. And then she said that, she knows she says that every time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I slept, um, Jackson, our cat woke David up at five and I vaguely uh, heard that, but it did not wake me up. And I didn't get out of bed until like a quarter to six. And I thought, well, you know, but at least we're not doing writer coffee today. And then I thought, you know, I should check my email, which you guys know, I typically don't in the morning. I checked my email cause they do have my semi secret email. That's only people I actually want to hear from. So at least I can evade other email thinky things. And, uh, Sure enough, Jim Sorensen like emailed this morning saying, well, are we meeting? And since he's driving up from Albuquerque, I feel like I should go. But they did promise to turn the fire hose on me if I'm still there at 1030 because I do need to get back. But at least I have no CIFWA meetings this afternoon. I think I'm pretty sure. I think I already checked this, but we should probably look just in case. So that means that, um, I don't have a natural stop point. It's just a matter of if I get too, um, if I get too brain drained, but yeah, I don't have anything else I have to do today. So that's always something. And alert listeners will notice that I am. did not include Saturday, Sunday in that schedule. I am still going to try to take those two days off. That just seems to, to work wonders for being able to sustain the word count and the intensity of the work. And then, um, you know, once I get that out, I've only got a couple of days before I have to go to the NINC conference. So I'm starting to feel a little 
begrudging about going to the conference. Uh, I don't know. I'm just torn. You know, David was saying, well, do you have to go? And I was like, no, I don't. I have to pay Sifwa back for the registration if I don't go, I think. But I don't know. You know, it's just that prospect of wearing a mask on the plane for the entire trip. I mean, it's just, it's much. It's much, you know, because airplane air is already kind of stale and having to have that mask on the whole time. Uh, you know, and I'm a mask compliant person. It's not that I won't do it or I begrudge doing it, but I do. I mean, it does wear on you. And then we have to wear masks at the conference, which I'm not super excited about. And I could stay home and get work done. But I don't know. They did send us an email yesterday saying if you don't plan to come because of course we're past the point where you could get your registration back but they're saying if you don't plan to come then uh, let them know because they have to give the hotel food and beverage counts. So I'm sure they're a little nervous about uh, having to pay the hotel more. I would be if I were running the conference but at least I'm not. I'm just um, doing a round table there on science fiction and fantasy. So um, so yeah I've got definite book brain going here. That's the other advantage of going to writer coffee is it does help kind of break me a little bit out of my loop where I'm obsessively thinking about the book. I actually had a debate with myself this morning because I put on this new dress which has butterflies on it or pretty and I wanted matching earrings and these earrings went but they're but they're fish. They're the dangling fish and I thought am I mixing genres by mixing fish and butterflies but the dragonfly earrings you know I mean aren't even I mean they're at least the same phylum but you know they're not that much closer and they didn't match as well. So then I decided I was overthinking you think. So I've been reading a really good book um, Navigating the Stars by Maria V. Snyder a science fiction book kind of YA at least I guess it does you know it's interesting because YA has a certain voice that I don't always love and this does not have that the YA angsty um, but it does have a 16 year old heroine but she's she's so smart she's she's basically a hacker they don't use the term hacking but I mean she's basically a, a, a genius hacker and and her parents are archaeologists and she travels with her parents uh, to other planets and this is not a book I would have picked up except that well first Amanda Boucher recommended it to me and I was like eh. she's like really it's so good and I was like eh because it's just totally didn't the, the description didn't appeal to me and then Jennifer Eastep said that I should read it. She said she'd read it on Amanda's recommendation. So uh, there we go with Amanda selling hand selling this book. Jennifer said I really think you'd like it. You should read it. So I got the sample 
as I do. And the other day I was reading something that was feeling a little too dark for me and I was sort of looking through my Kindle as one does you know it's like what else can I look at to sort of um, dissipate this darkness and I thought okay well I'll start reading navigating the stars on a lark and so that way I could at least get Amanda and Jennifer off my back (laughs) you guys it's so good I bought it and now I'm almost done reading it I'm going to read the other two books interestingly she self-published it um and I don't know Maria well which is interesting because I'm sorry I shouldn't fidget with stuff fidget with your coffee Jeffy um because we've been cross recommended for years and years uh but I don't think I've ever had any kind of interaction with her um you know some authors reach out and others don't so not anything negative for sure but I just have never had uh, any interaction with her but um where was I going with that oh that I don't know that I I don't have any inside information on this one but um I just wonder if she didn't hit that same thing of like her agent and her editor was like oh we don't know how to sell YA science fiction which is what they seem to be telling all of us so but I think um the book has done really well it'll do even better if you guys uh pick it up and I absolutely recommend it it's it's smart and it's entertaining and there's this great mystery which was not something that I found particularly interesting but now it's turned out to be super interesting I know a lot of people um were excited by the idea because basically what it is is that and I think this is even in the book blurb that uh you know the terracotta warrior army that was found in China in the emperor's tomb well as humans have moved into space they found these terracotta armies on all these different planets and that's what her archaeologist parents study and on there like apparently aliens had like come to (coughs) excuse me (coughs) I think I inhaled a nap apparently they've like done enough research that they know that the aliens came to ancient China and learned to make the warriors from the Chinese that it's like the same terracotta clay on all these alien planets and so that's the mystery and I was like eh, who cares about terracotta warriors no offense Maria should you ever hear this but you know it's like it was not something that lit me up personally but now I'm totally invested I am so on board with the terracotta warrior mystery and uh yeah and there's uh, a love story romantic interest and it's not angsty there's no love triangle uh so none of the other YA hallmarks um I really wouldn't call it YA I think people would say that it has to be because it's a teenage heroine and you know the love interest is a teenager too just to reassure you um <laughs> but and then there's great stuff she does she does a lot of interesting things with time dilation and the effects of that on people so recommend highly recommend in fact the new JD Rob uh, landed on my Kindle on Tuesday which I had been waiting for I started reading navigating the stars over the weekend and I was like damn it I wish I had JD Rob now I'm just I'm going to finish this trilogy before I uh, start the JD Rob because 
you know, JD Rob will wait for me. Uh, but I think that I will, um, there's a book that just came out this year that would be eligible for Nebula award. So I'm going to put that on the reading list. I want to read it first to make sure, but, uh, if the quality stands up, boy, that's, uh, should definitely be on there. Um, and I will probably put it in YA middle grade, unless the third book feels like, like she's really grown up. But this to me is like, I don't know, maybe I, I read with too much of an adult lens, but, uh, I really like this how this book is written. So Amanda and Jennifer, you were right. Relish the moment. And, um, yeah, I also had another interesting experience where I read a book that I've, I've also been reading this and this one is, um, very sexy, hot book. So I save it and read it in little increments, uh, that, grace told me about she hadn't read it but it was doing very well and it was sort of um had a venn diagram overlap with some of the stuff that i've been writing and thinking about and so she uh asked me if i was familiar with that and so i got the sample on that and ended up buying it and it's a kindle unlimited book and it's funny because i've really been enjoying it i'm not going to say what it is maybe i will later but um yeah, it's great. And it's a, got, um, a very fun approach to sex where the heroine is just someone who really loves sex and, uh, and she gets to have a lot of sex with lots of different kinds of men. And it's, it's just a romp. It's really fun that way. And it's, um, I I've never been one to complain about the strictures of romance. Occasionally I've been on panels with authors who are like, Oh, well, you know, if you're writing romance, you can, and you can't do this. And so I stopped writing romance and I've never been one to worry too much about that, but it is a nice thing about this book is that, um, you know, if you're going to call it romance, you can't necessarily have all of these different men involved and, you know, and I know that's kind of like the reverse harem thing that, uh, it's a very particular subgenre, and that's essentially what this is. Although there's a different spin on it. Um, but it's really well handled and it's funny because I added it to my spreadsheet of books that I have read this year and the author's name popped up, uh, on the autofill on, on Excel. And I'm like, I've read this author before. I didn't think I read this author before. So I looked and it was like this year, cause it was on this year's column, you know? So I, you know, did my filter, my data filter and looked and this same author wrote a book that I read. Um, <laughs> I want to say last summer, but you know, we're not far off of last summer, um, earlier this year, earlier this year. And it was one that I had complained about on this very podcast for some inconsistencies. And I had, uh, I'd read the whole thing, but I had not continued with the series because I felt like, um, yeah, the writing integrity just wasn't quite there. And it, it irritated me. I, I can't turn off the writer brain enough. Um, I know other people can. And so that's, that's a difference. But, uh, for me, if there's like world building inconsistencies, it really blows me out of the water. You know, like, like even I, um, I love Ilona Andrews and their books and 
you know, been a fangirl of their books since I bought the very first magic first book magic bites in like 2009 uh, at the RT conference. The first two books I think I bought because I alone I was there signing and you know I love 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 their books but then there's occasional ones where they have like world building inconsistencies that just bug me <laughs> and that's like and I know you know they have hordes of fans who just love 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 them and so you know it's like I know that it doesn't bother anyone but me um but you know it's like that writer brain can be hard to turn off and it's like all of the analysis that I put into my own world building uh it it just runs in the back of my mind all the time and it's like a computer program that like sends up notifications or like highlights you know like it's like that spell check or grammar check and word where it like highlights it'll you know it, I like get world building inconsistencies that are highlighted in my brain and it's really hard to read past that anyway so in this book that I'm reading of this authors not Ilona Andrews um the this one is very tight world building wise and there are not those inconsistencies um so so that's really great to see and I think it's a it's a good lesson because very often and I know that I am um you know again I know that I am bad I am judgmental I don't know I I rarely go back on I'm trying to think of how to phrase this if if just explain it Jeffy okay <laughs> if I read a book by an author and I don't like the author's writing for one reason or another I almost never will pick up that author again which I know is totally unfair um, and I know that you know perfectly aware that many of you out there I've I've seen you guys talk about my books and you'll say things like not all of her books work for me but this one really did you know it's like I totally know that that some books work for people and other books don't but it is I don't know maybe a personal failing of mine that uh, if I feel like a book's not well written then I won't pick up that author again but very often people I mean hopefully everybody gets better right everybody gets better at writing and uh, this author certainly did this other book is much better I've read a couple other authors where um, you know we've all seen the things where like the first book is really good usually because they spent years writing it and then the next books are not as good um, usually because they're writing it under pressure there are some self-published authors that I've seen the same thing happen and I don't know if they're succumbing to the same to the pressure of like trying to rapid release but it's disappointing when there was another author that I read one of her books and really loved it um, loved it so much and then I read another book in another series of hers and I was all excited and it was just a hot mess I mean it was just like oh you know and I don't know I think that one was actually before the one I read so it could have been her practice book but it is the downside of self publishing is that sometimes we publish books that um, you know we it's like well what's the harm put it out there you know if people like it yay and if they don't whatever but there is that there I think there are some maybe one or two other people like me that like 
if they think a book's not well written, they won't read that author again. And maybe I need to do better and pick up authors again with other books, especially if it's like later for them, especially I think with self-publishing authors, because sometimes those first self-published books, people don't quite have their chops yet. So on that note, I am going to go chop chop on my own. I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network. And you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye bye.